welcome to Inside the Mind of Quarantines. My name is Pooja, and today I have with me Nick and Thomas Edwards. Um, if you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves before we get started. Uh, hello, I am Nick. I am a junior, and I am passionate about mental health because I have dealt with anxiety myself. I am fortunate enough to have found a group of students in my building to work with. We have planned Mental Health Week and organized activities to spread awareness in our building. And I am so thankful Pooja has invited us to speak on this podcast today. Hi, my name is Thomas. I'm also a junior and I also was involved in planning that Mental Health Week with Nick, with Nick. And I'm just passionate about mental health because I've seen it a lot in my community and it just sucks knowing that we can't talk about it enough to give them help. Thank you guys so much. Before we get started, I just want to get um, into that mental health week a little bit. So the three of us all go to the same school and we planned our very first mental health week actually right before school got out. So I feel like that was pretty good timing that we were able to do that. So do you guys think that that maybe had a little bit of an impact on some of the students who go to our school just because the last day of mental health week was also the last day of school technically since we didn't go back. So do you guys have an opinion on that? Yeah, I'll start by kind of outlining some of the things we did in our building and Thomas can kind of finish up wrapping on the impacts of Mental Health Week. Um, for starters, we had some um, candy passed out in our building to spread kindness and awareness at the beginning of our week. We brought in a speaker um, Wednesday night um, to speak to parents and students about dealing with anxiety as kids move forward and teenagers kind of become more wrapped up in social issues. Um, we also had a couple local organizations like Zero Reasons Why pop in um, for a banner day. We had lots of students fill out the statement, there are zero reasons why blank. And it kind of worked to get all our students involved in our week. And we hope to spread awareness. And I think we did a really nice job of doing that. Yeah, we definitely reached a lot of people. We also had on one of the days, we had everyone write their name on a little raindrop and they put it on a window like as a mural in our school. And that was really cool because you could just see how many people we had in our school and just how many people got our message. And we also had this little photo booth in a um, heavily crowded area. And so we had a lot of people just walk by and take photos of that. And I feel like really proud of what we did because we reached, I feel, almost every student in our school with our message that you are not alone and that there are people you can talk to. Yeah, I think we did a really nice job of spreading the messages of hope and kindness in our building. Of course, this was our first time planning a mental health week, but all the activities did reach a lot of different parts of our school and we got some administration involved. And I think it was a really nice success to see the work we had done and kind of see um, the hope that our building can really um, expand in one week. And it was really nice to see that. Of course, we got it in before um, COVID-19 took off, which was awesome to kind of see our efforts come into fruition. But yeah. Yes, I love that. And I definitely agree. Um, I also, not necessarily just because COVID, um, we got this before COVID set in, but I think also just having it before school ended for the semester, so not even like we were gonna come back after spring break, but having the mental health week before school just ended completely for the year. I think that made it a little more meaningful than maybe just having it on any other week, because that's kind of how students left with that impression that it's okay to feel how you're feeling, you're not alone, and then hopefully, they are taking that message into this when there are some teens who are feeling down maybe a little more than usual just because of the quarantine right now. So um, Nick, Thomas, and I talked about this episode being a little bit about how to spend your time and making the most of our situation. So I mean, if you guys want to go ahead and take that off, if there's anything you want to start that with. 
Uh, yeah, I think we can start kind of with like a creative aspect. I know there's lots of things we have done with our family um, that are kind of revolving around this idea of creativity and kind of expanding yourself in an artsy, um, unique kind of way that maybe isn't as tackled during the school year. And so I know for myself, I've been doing a lot of scrapbooking. Um, I found lots of photos of my past three years at high school and have built a couple um, really detailed scrapbooks about my time at Blue Valley West and I've really enjoyed doing that. It's helped me to really relive some of those memories I've had and it's been a really nice way to spend quarantine. I know I've done oh, so many pages in the past couple of months which has been awesome and that's really helped me um, to kind of build some structure and some happiness in my day. As for me, I've been making um, paper cranes in my free time. I don't know if you guys know about like the legend of making a thousand paper cranes and just getting a wish come true. But so I took that on because I wanted to do that, but I never had time with my school schedule and soccer because there's no stagnation and jagnation. <laughs> and so I've been making paper cranes. And then also me and Nick and a little sister have been going outside frequently and using sidewalk chalk to just write inspiring messages and just draw. And that's been a really great creative aspect because it's really cool. And then it just washes away with the rain a few days later. So you can really restart multiple times in a week. I think lots of this creative stuff is just a nice way to keep your brain going as well. And we've actually done a couple thousand piece puzzles and we found we're actually pretty good at puzzles, not gonna lie. And so that's just been a way to keep ourselves active and busy um, during the day, which I think is a really nice thing for some people to focus on. If you have a goal set each day, it'll be a lot easier to accomplish that goal. And that kind of provides some good structure and can kind of help teens to find um, some good things to get accomplished. I think quarantine provides a really good opportunity for students and teens to get some things they don't get to do that often done. And so I've been really thankful for our puzzling team at home. I've, I've gotten into this in past episodes, but I've started a puzzle probably a month ago. <laughs> yes, we um, A thousand piece puzzle and it is yet to be completed. So I wish I had more of that puzzle gene that you guys seem to have. And I would totally agree with what you're saying. I think that doing creative things right now is so important. Like I know that some people obviously are keeping up with school, but I know for us, some of it may be more optional. So a lot of people aren't using their brain as much as they would be if we were back in session. So, I mean, I haven't been scrapbooking, but I completely redecorated my room, which um, definitely took some creativity on my part because I didn't really have any idea of what to do before that. And so I've definitely enjoyed doing that. Um, and just like you said, having a goal in mind at the end is really important because I feel like a lot of people and teenagers in general are just kind of going through the day aimlessly, just trying to get through the day, get through the next day. But I agree completely with what you said that if you have a goal in mind, it makes you feel a lot better. And with quarantine, having the time to create those goals and accomplish them is definitely something that teens should be doing and it just makes you feel good about yourself when you set a goal and then you accomplish it like you feel good I feel good when I do that I feel good too don't worry <laughs> I, th I think um expanding on that like I didn't redecorate my room but I did go out and clean and organize like everything and I know Thomas and Maya have done that as well which has been nice and it's been an easy um really relaxing way to kind of get some stuff done and organizing for some people isn't as fun um, of a task generally. I know I do enjoy organizing things, but that's another way you can kind of just keep um, getting things done because obviously cleaning doesn't happen that often. And with our current situation, cleaning your room out probably is not the worst idea.
Yeah, I'm on the flip side of that. I do not enjoy organizing as a hobby, unlike Nick, but I have found myself doing it a lot more because it's, I have free time. And if you don't want to do homework and you replace like procrastinating doing something by doing something else that's very efficient or good to your goals, I feel like that's also a great way to do it. So like if I didn't want to do my math homework, I'd go like organize my closet and that just helped me pass time and then be productive even when I don't want to do something I don't want to do. I like it. So we talked about maybe the creativity side of it, how to keep your brain engaged, even if you're not just doing schoolwork. So what could we do that maybe is on the flip side of that? I know um, being juniors, we've spent this time with a lot of AP studying, as I'm sure lots of other teenagers have as well, and actually some college research. I think I know a lot of juniors during this time can take advantage of this time and make sure to um, stay productive with their future. I think that college planning maybe is one of those things that isn't as prioritized during the school year, and this does provide a grand opportunity for people to get ahead on that kind of thing, whether it's looking at scholarships, filling out application forms, or just researching schools in general. I think I know I've done a lot of different things that have really worked towards that goal, and even if it seems small during this time, it will definitely help you when things ramp up in the fall and kind of being ahead is always a good idea in my opinion. Yeah and college admissions even open as soon as like June 1st and so just getting ahead here is really nice because once we get back into the swing of things everything is going to go back to being like 100 miles an hour and you may not have time to apply as many colleges as you do now because you have nothing better to do and so really just using this time to get ahead is going to be it's just a great thing for your future as well as your present. Yeah, I think, I think the 100 miles an hour is a good point. Like, that's typically how the school year is. And right now, we're more like 20, 30 miles an hour, not really much structure to our day, and kind of just doing what we choose, which is, of course, a good thing, a good relaxing, self-care-esque kind of point of view. But I would suggest maybe going 70% on some things, just kind of ramping up a little bit here and there. Putting your productivity and putting efficiency towards certain goals will definitely help you just keep getting things done. I think that's a good way to look at this time as an opportunity to accomplish things that don't get done that often. Sure. I mean, I am not obviously researching colleges now since yeah. um, I'm about to graduate in a couple of weeks. Um, but I've been spending some of my spare time looking at scholarships. So um, like you guys said, it's just important to try to be getting ahead of it. And just taking your time to find something to do that's productive. And so with juniors, yes, it can be um, scholarships with, or not scholarships, sorry, college research, seniors, it can be scholarships, or it can, it can be both. Um, for sophomores and freshmen, like, I mean, I guess you can be looking at colleges if you want to get ahead. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's also like maybe planning for your next year, looking at courses that you want to take, looking at um, maybe if you have a college in mind, looking at what they require so you can get ahead of that before. I mean, I know that if I maybe had done a little bit more research my freshman year, I would have taken different classes in my sophomore, excuse me, my sophomore and junior year. So I feel like that's a very good point that once you're in high school, I mean, things start to move really, really fast, especially during the school year. So I like the idea of right now taking that time to plan ahead and plan for your future. And I feel like if anything, the situation has told us that everything is so uncertain and we don't really know what's going to come next. So I feel like having a little bit of that control of what we think wants to come next is something that's going to be good. I know right now people are getting a lot of anxiety because they can't control what's going on, but also just planning ahead and planning for your future can give people that sense of control back a little bit. 
if that makes any sense. Because I know that I'm very anxious not knowing what's going to happen in the future. And I mean, in general, I like to be control, be in control of what I'm doing. So um, I think that's a really great point that we can't control the future, but we can control what we do. Okay, and of course, there are certain ways that you can get ahead on your future. And of course, these ways are great um, ways to take advantage of our situation. But it's also just the fact of doing something. It doesn't have to be something terribly productive. It doesn't have to be something mind-numbing. It doesn't have to be something really active and engaging in your brain. It could be just doing a puzzle, or it could be trying something new you haven't done before. I know I, my sister and I have been doing handstands in our basement. I am learning the handstand, and I've never done it before, and I think it's actually really fun to get to try things just out on the limb. And of course, that's not as um, productive as I could be with my time, but it's still working towards a goal and working towards something I haven't done before. And so I think I would challenge everyone to kind of find something new. I know some people have been planting gardens in their backyard. Um, I've heard of a lot of you making compost gardens um, with a variety of fruit or vegetables and kind of making homegrown food, which I think is a really cool idea. And just that is something to keep going and keep looking forward to each day, which I think is kind of the key um, to keeping yourself sane and um, busy enough during quarantine. Yeah, this time definitely presents some unique challenges in itself. And it's okay not to always have to be doing something that's productive or going towards the end goal 100% of the time. I know that in the first like three weeks of quarantine alone, I watched all seven seasons of Parks and Rec. And so that wasn't necessarily productive, but I did that and I really enjoyed it and it helped me fill time and made me feel a little less crappy about what was going on. And so like handstands too, it's like something you don't really need to do, but if you want to do it and it helps you and it just makes you feel like this isn't the end of the world, then you do that. Yeah, I mean, I would totally agree with the idea that we don't need to be productive every single second of the day. Like, like we said earlier, it's nice to get ahead of some things. It's nice to find ways to challenge yourself and to open your mind and be creative. But we shouldn't also have the expectation for yourself that just because we have so much free time, we have to be doing stuff and we have to be creative. I see things on social media all the time. Like, I know right now people are trying to work out more. They're like, we have time, like, got to get that. I've heard people say quarantine body, stuff like that. Um, but I've also seen things on social media like you don't have to come out yeah. of this quarantine being muscular. You don't have to come out of this quarantine with abs. So just stuff like that. Like it's obviously really, really great to be productive and to find something great to do with your time. But we shouldn't have these expectations for yourself that I have so much free time. Like I have to be doing something good. And I mean, like you said, Thomas, I've been watching a lot of Netflix. I've probably I don't know, finish three or four seasons. Granted, some of them only had one one season out. But um, so I've been doing that. Nick, you mentioned people going outside and planting stuff. My family just got a ton of mulch and some plants that we're going to go do in a little bit. Um, so I like that idea. Just keep yourself busy. Like you don't need to be always studying for math. You don't need to be planning your future every single minute of the day. You just, and honestly, you don't need to be busy every single minute of the day. Like if you want to sit down and you just want to be on your phone, if you want to watch some TV, that's fine. Like there also needs to be time that you're taking for yourself and just not to have high expectations for what you need to be doing all the time. Like it's a great idea to make a schedule. So maybe from yeah. 11 to one, you're going to do homework from one to two, you're going to read a book, but then three to four, you're just going to have some free time or you're going to go watch some TV or something. So I think that's also a great idea just to make a schedule and to find a way to plan your day. 
Yeah, going off the schedule thing, actually, I'll bring in our sister, Maya. Um, she has been really um, actually adamant about making a schedule, and we've kind of poked at, poked at her a little bit and made fun of her, but I think it's really cool that her being a seventh grader has taken the initiative to make a schedule. Um, she blocks out her day, whether it's exercising, her, she has lots of dance routines she's been doing, um, or doing the homework she has assigned, and then she even blocks out time to watch TV which I think is really cool of her to kind of have that structure and say, hey, I'm going to work a little bit here, I'm going to do a bit homework here, and then I'm going to take time for myself. And she's done a really nice job finding that balance of getting some things done, having a goal each day, and also kind of making sure you're taking care of yourself and prioritizing self-care. And so I think it's really cool to look up to her in that way as well. Yeah, it's really great because even though we do poke fun at her quite often because of how like precise it is, it also allows us to block out time to just hang out as a family. Like every afternoon, me and Nick and Alyssa will try and get outside and just like play volleyball, play soccer, or do something active together because we know that we can't see anybody else. And so just seeing our siblings and making the most of our time right now is great. And so we've been able to plan that because she's been so like uptight with her schedule. And so we make sure that we get out when we can because it's really been really nice outside. That's definitely really impressive, especially with her being in seventh grade. <laughs> I wish that I was that organized. I mean, earlier during quarantine, I tried to plan a schedule and, and it was pretty strict, but I didn't follow it that strictly. So, I mean, even if it's not a schedule as strict as Maya is, it's still good to have a general idea of what you want to be doing throughout the day. So, I mean, I at the beginning I was like one to do I'm doing this two to three I'm doing this three four I'm doing this it did not work out that way um and that's okay like if you have a schedule and if you don't follow it to the hour that's fine I think it's just a maybe something to think about that if you don't really know what to be doing during your day if you don't think you're finding a good balance between being productive and taking time for yourself and doing self-care activities it might just be something worth looking into also think that it's very important to if you are making the schedule or even if you don't I mean no one's saying go out and go make a schedule and follow it to the hour but I also think it's really important to be staying active throughout the day like we are told we can't go out in public a lot gyms are obviously closed I know that's how a lot of people stayed active before but it's definitely important to keep your body moving um, and people always say, like, if you are struggling with mental health a little bit, it's really important that you are staying active because how your physical health is can impact your mental health. So, I mean, what have you guys been doing to stay active right now? Um, we've actually been getting up um, pretty early as kind of like a family and we've been going on walks and um, runs every morning, which has been really nice to kind of get active from the start of the day. And it has all given us um, kind of a reason to get up in the morning and kind of get some stuff done early on in the day. And I think you're right. I think it's definitely a misconception that lots of people have, not just teenagers, that there isn't a lot of exercise you can be doing right now with gyms closed. And I think it's a good point because just by going out and running a couple miles in the neighborhood, like you're getting outside. Um, yes, of course, physical contact is still limited. You have to be sure um, to steer clear of other people, but it's been nice to kind of get out of your house. And even if it's a couple of blocks down the street, um, kind of getting out of the same surroundings you're in for the same day is definitely a good way to keep yourself fresh and keep things going at a usual pace as we kind of finish out this quarantine. Yeah, running is definitely a great physical distancing sport because you don't need to run in teams and you just like all spread out. And the change of scenery is really great. 
like I know I've been going just different routes in my neighborhood and I'm not the most ge geographically savvy, but I've been just seeing new things that I've never seen before. And it's like, wow, like this exists. And it's just nice to see stuff besides my four walls in my room every day. Yeah, um, I love those both. I don't run, but <laughs> I have been going on some bike rides. I have been going in the evening, but it's starting to get kind of hot. So that might change to the morning sometime soon. And then my mom and I try to go walk three miles every day when the weather allows it, obviously. And then also it's not necessarily just like going and running outside and walking outside. But I mean, my sister, my mom and I have also been finding like YouTube videos for home workouts that yes, we can't go to the gym, but that doesn't mean that we can't not be fit and do what kind of what we're doing at the gym at home. So, I mean, we just spend not not that long we spend like 30 45 minutes of our day just following these youtube workouts that other people are doing at home so that's a really easy way to stay active if you find yourself just have a free hour just really just find an open space anywhere in the house and just do a youtube workout and it doesn't have to be anything crazy it can be like 20 minutes 30 minutes at the most honestly but it's just really important to be making sure that your body keeps moving um, and I mean, like I said earlier, your mental health can depend on your physical health. And it is shown that if you are working out, that your body feels better and that that can impact your mental health. So if you feel like you're struggling a little bit and you notice that you haven't been moving that often, that might be something worth trying. So I know that something else people are really upset about right now is obviously not being able to see their friends. And that's, that's a big thing. And that's things that everyone knows about. We need to be staying six feet away. I haven't seen my friends literally since the last day of school, which was almost, what, five weeks ago, maybe six. Like, it's been a while. And I know something else that's come up is that people are upset because they haven't been able to celebrate their birthdays. I mean, my 18th birthday is next week. And that's definitely something that's kind of hit me a little bit. It's been kind of upsetting that I'm not able to spend that momentous time. I mean, I'm turning 18 with some like obviously I'm with my family but I'm not able to spend that time with people that I care about a lot so I'm seeing some drive-by birthdays I know that you guys had one if you want to talk about that <laughs> yeah well first off happy early birthday happy birthday thanks <laughs> um yeah for our birthday um our parents actually organized a drive-by with all of our friends and so all of our friends lined up in our neighborhood we had a, a huge number of friends and their families come by in cars and drop off signs and candy and just it kind of made our day. And so I think it's really awesome, first off, that our parents were able to organize that. And it was awesome to see our friends, even if it was just for a couple minutes. And it's important to note that, yes, we can't celebrate our birthdays or holidays in the traditional way um, that we hold every year. But it is important to note that there are still ways you can connect um, with your families and friends during this time period. And I, I know you've mentioned a couple other um, podcast episodes, just kind of the importance of sticking with your friends and keeping up communication with them during this time. Because of course, once we get through, we'll be able to see them in person. But during this time, it's definitely important to stay um, interactive with them, whether it's through Zoom or just texting or FaceTime. Yeah, shout out to all the people who are doing drive-by birthday parties too, because that's like a really cool thing to organize and participate in. And I know we obviously had our birthday, like Nick said, but then it was just really cool to see everyone and we were all six feet apart, so don't worry. But it was just like great to know that all of our friends still remembered us and cared about us. And so I'm sure if you participate in one, that anybody whose birthday it is, is more than blessed to have you guys in your life. So. 
and it definitely does a lot, like you were saying, for your mental health. Um, on your birthday, I'm sure it'll be a little bit difficult um, to kind of grasp the fact that you are going to be turning 18 um, kind of without your friends by your side. And of course, that is a little upsetting at first, but definitely this drive-by is an awesome way to keep up communication with your friends and show that you're valued and that um, life can kind of still go on during quarantine, which I think is a really important lesson for lots of people to know. I would absolutely agree. And I think that's a really um, great point that you guys brought up. It's interesting because a couple of weeks, one of the kids who lives across the street from me, they had a drive-by birthday. And I think it was one of the only ones in the neighborhood, at least that I know of. But it was fun because his dad actually knew someone on the police force. So after his um, his dad's friend's shift ended, he just came by and all of his sirens were going off. Um, and then they were leading all of the cars on the drive-by birthday. And I just thought that was something really cool. And I mean, it's not obviously something that we would have done if um, we didn't have quarantine, we were able to spend time with our friends. But I also think it's just a cool memory to have. Like on my birthday, I had the police come and like lead a little parade by my house. And of course, it's not the way that we planned on celebrating our birthdays. And it's not um, something that we would maybe do again. Um, I just think it's a cool memory to have for later, of course. Um, and then Nick and Thomas, like you both said, it's still so important to know that life does go on. And of course, we aren't able to celebrate different holidays or birthdays or any kind of festival in the way that we had originally planned even a couple months ago or the way that we had many times in the past. But obviously, people are adapting to the circumstance. So whether that's through drive-by birthdays, through maybe phone calls or Zoom calls with family and friends, like you said, it's important to know life does go on, even though it's not in the way that we expected. And just in general, if it's not for a birthday, if it's not for a holiday, people still should be reaching out to their friends, text, FaceTime, Zoom. Also, just be reaching out and asking people how they're doing and if they're okay. So not necessarily just talking, but just it doesn't hurt and it doesn't take any time to text someone and be like, hey, how's it going? How are you doing with everything going on? And I think that's really important for people to be doing right now, just because, I mean, there are a lot of people struggling, maybe a little bit more than usual. And I mean, I feel like some people are getting better as time goes on because they're adapting to the situation a little bit more. They realize the necessity for it, but it doesn't take any time out of your day to ask someone how they're doing. And if they aren't doing the best, then asking people really helps and it really changes how they feel. So that's really important is something to just think about. If you're thinking about a friend, just reach out, say, hey, how are you doing? What's up? Yeah, and as you were saying, it's really important to build those memories. Because um, of course, we're all gonna remember this time for many years to come. And it won't be the fact that you watched, what was it, seven seasons of certain shows, like you guys were saying. Ouch. It'll definitely <laughs> It will definitely be more impactful looking back to see the people you reconnected with, um, the birthdays you had drive-bys on, and kind of the fun ways you found and ways to spread joy in your family. And that can be as simple as finding time and new ways to play outside with your siblings outside the house or just making new recipes. Um, I know we've cooked a lot around here and it's really nice to have family meals. And that's going to be something I'm going to remember for a long time. Just seeing the fact that we as a family don't get that time during the school year to sit down and have family dinners that often. And so it's going to be really meaningful for us to look back and know we had all these nights together, um, just kind of eating as a family. 
Yeah, furthermore, on that family part, we've also been doing family game night more frequently than we ever have. And we've been watching movies every Saturday night. And that's just been really nice to just sit down with our family and not have anywhere to be or any other expectations of what we should be doing and just relax and put everything away and just have quality time with those in our house while we endure these tough times. Yeah, I like that a lot. My family has definitely been playing more games than usual. We've been learning how to play more games, which we've just had around the house that we just, I guess, have never opened until now. So that's been interesting. And then you, Nick, talking about how you've been cooking more. My mom said how she is kind of grateful for this quarantine because it taught me how to cook before going to college. Whereas if anything, if I got there, I would just be having microwave meals. So <laughs> um, I guess that's been something good for me is that I've stepped out of my comfort zone a little bit and I'm no chef by any means. Oh, but, neither. Don't worry. <laughs> but I've just learned how to do some simple food that I just guess I didn't do before. And whether that's just because I didn't have time or just I've never had a reason to, but it's been something fun for me to do and something that I will definitely hopefully take on later. And I think that just brings up a good point of what Tom and I were trying to kind of get at with the whole podcast thing is that there are really simple ways to make the most of your time. And learning to cook before college is definitely an important skill. I know that I am not any cook at all, and that's probably something we should be working on too as well. And so just as you were saying, just finding simple ways that include your family, reconnecting with others, and also kind of making the most of this time and building new skills. Yeah, I would, I would say that you're building new skills. I mean, I think that cooking or baking or learning how to do a puzzle is a skill. <laughs> Some of them that I don't necessarily have right now, but I'm working on it. <laughs> okay. So I think that that was a really great way to end it, Nick, by just telling people that there are so many simple things that you can do to fill your time. So whether that is something productive or doing a self-care activity and taking time for yourself. There are just so many things that you can be doing right now, even though you can't be out in public or seeing your friends. So I feel like that was a great place to end it. And how I like to end all my podcasts is obviously on a more positive, optimistic note, letting people know that we are there for them. They aren't alone in how they are feeling if they are struggling a little bit right now. So if you both just want to tell me what you were positive about and optimistic about for the future after this whole quarantine thing ends. I am hopeful that the traditions we make during quarantine will continue. I am really enjoyed our family dinners and our family board game nights, as Thomas was saying. And I do hope that lots of this time can continue on um, past just quarantine. I think positivity um, that we have and that we emit during quarantine um, shouldn't stop when quarantine ends, right? We're all still here and we keep reconnecting who we haven't reconnected with in a while and definitely to keep continuing what we've done into the future is definitely a good way to keep um, the good quarantine vibes going. And I think chalk art for us is definitely a thing we will continue because we've loved doing that. And I think that's just a way to keep spreading positivity and making the most of every day. Yeah, along with what Nick was saying about carrying on the traditions we make during quarantine, I hope that everyone after this, along with myself, goes back to doing the things that I've missed the most during this quarantine. Like, I know for myself, I've missed some things that are as small as, like, going to Jose Peppers and just sitting there and eating, to, like, seeing my friends during school or JAG. And I know that once I get out of this quarantine, I'm going to not take those things for granted and definitely use my time much better. And so I'm grateful that I'm going to have that opportunity after quarantine. I know the seniors might not have the same thing, 
but at least they'll have new experiences to look forward to and cherish. I, I love that. I love those both. Nick, I would totally agree on what you're saying. Like, I don't remember the last time that I went outside as frequently as I do. And I, it's been really good for me. Like, I love going outside now. It feels weird not going on a walk. So I really hope that I continue that in the future. And Thomas, like you said, I am just so excited to ready to go to Chipotle with my friends and just sit there and eat like we usually do. Because uh, that's just when we don't have anywhere to go, we just go to Chipotle. <laughs> so I love that you both said that. And I think that this was that you guys said some really positive things that I hope people will latch on to. And hopefully we gave them some ideas on how to fill their time. So thank you both for doing this yeah, with thank me. Thank you for inviting us. This was really fun and an awesome experience to kind of brighten up my Friday. Yeah, thank you, Winnie. <laughs> <laughs> you covered all the bases. Yeah, it's been great, though. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. Now this concludes our episode of Inside the Mind of Quarantines for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed the content and found something that maybe you can do if you find yourself with some free time and are looking for something to do. As always, it's totally okay to be struggling and if you need any support, always feel free to reach out to the Zero Reasons Why campaign at zeroreasonswhy.org or on any social media platforms. Again, I just want to let you guys know that what you're feeling is totally normal and there's so many people feeling the way that you are. It's completely normal and I see you, I hear you, and I promise you, you aren't alone. I feel stressed and anxious all the time because of this quarantine situation and I can't wait till the day that it ends just like all of you. Okay, this is Pooja and I hope that I will see you all next week for our next episode of Inside the Mind of Quarantines. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.